Hello and welcome back to another episode of the International Students Podcast. My name is Martin Presse and we are doing the podcast uh, from beautiful downtown Vancouver, Canada. So if you're ever interested in coming to Vancouver and if you're wondering about uh, what life as a student would be like here in Vancouver, well, this is the show for you. This is the place where you can come in and listen to other students um, or just myself. Uh, for example, today it's just going to be myself on the show and uh, get an opinion, get some information about life in Vancouver, life in Canada, uh, and what it would be like to study uh, here in, uh, in Canada, in, in obviously Vancouver. So uh, today I thought I'd do a little show uh, very quick. It won't be a long show, maybe 10 or 15 minutes, and we're going to talk about managing your expectations. Um, it's just something I've been thinking about the last few days and, uh, we've, uh, you know, I've been talking with students and, uh, meeting and just having some, um, brain, uh, what do you call that? Um, when you just kind of talk about ideas and what, what, what can we do on the show and how can we make it interesting and what would people like to talk about? And, um, somebody said, you know, uh, the expectations that students have before they come here are many. Um, some high, have high, really, really have, <laughs> high, I need more coffee. Some of them have really high expectations and some of them have very low expectations. Some of them are uh, very well calculated in what they're trying to achieve and others just have no expectation. They just, they're just going to go and wing it and see how it goes. And so I thought that um, maybe we can have a quick discussion about that. Um, so what I'm generally seeing is um, everyone obviously has a different goal or a different set of expectations expectations about what they are wanting to achieve when they come to Canada. And um, thankfully, this is a great big country. Uh, there's... Uh, only 36 million people. It's it's actually, it's the second biggest country in the world, but there's not a lot of people living here. Um, but it's huge. And there are a number of cities for you to pick uh, when you want to come study in Canada. And the question is, what kind of weather do you want to experience? What kind of cultural experience do you want to have? Um, obviously, Eastern Canada and maybe I shouldn't say obviously because people don't know this, but there's there are some differences between Eastern Canada and Western Canada. And maybe that's a whole other show. Maybe we can talk about Canadian culture in another show. As a matter of fact, I'm definitely going to do that. That's a really good idea. Um, and, you know, Toronto being the biggest city in Canada and Vancouver um, are very different. Montreal is a very different city uh, because of the language issues. So as an international student coming here, it's really important that first of all, you do your research. What kind of city do you want to live in and what is that city actually like? Do you want to learn another language? French? Go ahead. Montreal is probably the place for you. Um, do you just want to really be sort of a, have that West Coast easy flow nature experience? Um, that's the kind of thing you're going to get out here in, uh, in, in Vancouver. Uh, Vancouver and Toronto are two very, very different cities. Um, I live in Vancouver. I absolutely love this city. And it's because it's got that West Coast chill, relaxed vibe. Uh, I only live about five minutes from Stanley Park. I live uh, 10 minutes from English Bay. Basically meaning it's, you know, I live, I think it's the largest or second largest 
urban park uh, in Canada, uh, North America, I'm not sure. And, and English Bay is just a beautiful set of beaches just a few minutes from my, my condo. And so um, it's that kind of thing where, you know, the people just really enjoy being outside around Vancouver. Everybody's kind of camping, hiking, biking. Um, so if that's the kind of thing you want to experience, excellent, you know. Uh, so there's so many things to think about before you actually make the move. And you know that if you're listening to this show right now, that's probably where your mind is at. Like, you know that there's a lot of things to think about. Um, there's so many considerations. And so if you're on the road to doing that, I would like for you to think about a couple more things. And, uh, and I hope that I'm able to sort of get your mind going in the right direction. For example, um, when you get here, it looks like everybody's super busy. It looks like everybody's really organized and they have their act together, like they know what they're doing. Well, believe it or not, they don't. Students are going to be just like you. Everybody looks busy because they're trying to get stuff done. They're trying to network. They're trying to find a job. They're trying to find an apartment. They're trying to do stuff. And they look like, oh man, you know, like they've got it all together because they're running around. That's what you should be doing too. You should be really busy, especially the first two weeks, really busy running around trying to get stuff done. It's going to be a very busy time for you when you get here. A banking, maybe finding a doctor, a um, we're finding an apartment, obviously, making new friends, going to school for the first week is really a nervous experience for students. So, and, you know, getting to know the teacher, which, by the way, if I can stop right there, get to know your teacher. Really make an effort and just say, all right, you know, this is my instructor, all right, and, and what are they like? Uh, do I have to stay with that instructor while I'm in school, or can I you know, go to that class with that teacher for a month and then get another teacher the next month. Every school will be a little bit different. So it's going to be busy. That's one of the expectations that you have to manage is what will it be like the first couple of weeks? And is it normal for you to experience a lot of stress the first couple of weeks? Absolutely. That's going to happen. It is a stressful time. But if you know that coming in, if you come in to Canada or Vancouver, Toronto, Montreal, doesn't matter, with your eyes open and you know, okay, it's going to be busy the next couple of weeks, it actually makes life a lot easier. But if you think it's going to, you know, oh, it won't be that difficult, won't be that tough, um, you might be surprised. It's like, oh, you know, because life will throw things at you, will expect things of you. And if you're not prepared to, you know, some days are going to be longer than others. Some days will be 16-hour days, you know, 20-hour days because you have a lot to do. Um, you might be surprised, you know, so just, just come in here with, the, with your eyes open and, and having the right set of expectations. Um, when you get here, uh, it might be easy to find a job. Some people find a job in a week. And if that doesn't happen for you, don't get upset. Uh, it might take you a month or two months to find a job, or you might have to find a job that you think, you know, this is not what I want to do. I don't want to serve coffee. I don't want to serve donuts. You know, I'm, I have a higher education and I should, you know, I should have more than this. Just remember, you're new here and you're just getting started. Have that expectation that you might have to start over a little bit. And most students who come here, I think have the right expectation in terms of, 
They're here to learn English. All right. So if you're going to learn English, man, working in a store doing sales is the perfect place to learn English and make contacts um, because people will be talking to you and you'll be making, uh, you'll be meeting people who are um, maybe even managers or directors. And, you know, if you work at a place long enough, they might just say, hey, you're a really good employee. I'd like for you to come work for me. That happens. I've had a lot of students who meet somebody while they're serving coffee, while they work in a restaurant or a hotel, and they get a promotion, they get a job at a, at a they get a more a job where there's more responsibilities and more pay. So that is an interesting thing that happens to a lot of students. Um, and before I forget, something else that is very, very common and you should be aware is the homesickness. Now we've talked about that in a number of other shows. Um, it will probably happen to you. Uh, you, you know, you may come here for, uh, you, you'll have been here a month or two or whatever, three or four months, and you will feel a sense of homesickness and you'll want to go home and you're going to start to make excuses for going home. Um, you know, maybe uh, your mom or dad will call you and they'll say, oh, you know, uh, one of our uncles is in the hospital and he's, you know, he's just not feeling well. And you'll find, oh, I, I got to go home. I got to go see my uncle. And maybe you haven't talked to that uncle in six years. Uh, what I'm trying to get at here is you will, a lot of students find a reason to go home. And it's not because they have to go home. It's just because they're homesick. And I always say, you have to fight through that. You have to stay. You have to work through that homesickness. And it's amazing uh, when students do that, they tend to be better because of it. Um, so go through that process of being homesick. I remember, I, I guess when I was, you know, 17 or 18, 19 years old and I was in university and I, and I did get a little bit homesick and I did go home and I didn't fight through it. I, I went home and it was actually the last time I ever got homesick. I, I remember there was one particular weekend I went home. I hadn't been home in three or four months. And then I, I went back to Montreal and I, I thought, okay, never again. There's just no reason to do that. You go home for the holidays. You go home uh, when there's an emergency, a medical emergency. And, and, you know, somebody will tell you, like, you must come. This is it. Like, the, you know, you have to be here for this. Um, wait for those moments. Uh, but if you go home just because, you know, it would be nice just to see my family for a week, you're not putting yourself in that full experience of the international student. So, just try to fight that feeling of, of wanting to go home. That means, personally, get busier. Find more things to do. Um, take an extra class. Uh, join a club. Uh, work more hours if you can. But definitely fight the feeling of, I'm going to go home. All right? you, you've just got to get past that. And, and it's part of the maturing process as well. And maybe another one of your expectations will be that... Um, Oh, I don't know. It depends what you what you what you expect. But for example, Vancouver is actually a quiet city. Uh, it's not a great big party wild city. It's just not that way here. Uh, a lot of bars close, um, and I, I don't know midnight, one o'clock, and it just seems like where is everybody? Where's the after party? Where's the craziness uh, of the Vancouver you know, vibe? Well, it's just not like that. For example, I was walking home. I think it was on Friday, and uh, it was I was really surprised. It was eleven o'clock, and I'm walking downtown Vancouver, and it's actually really, really quiet. So this is part of doing 
the research and trying to figure out uh, what kind of city am I moving to. Toronto is very different. You know, that's a, that city has a 24-hour vibe. Uh, Montreal, very, very much a 24-hour vibe. There's always something wild and exciting going on in Montreal. And if that's what you're looking for, every city has a different vibe, you know. Um, yesterday, my wife and I were walking around downtown, and uh, it was a beautiful Sunday afternoon, and we're wondering, like, where is everybody? But that's just it. There's so m- much hiking and sightseeing to do, I think, in Vancouver that everybody's out. Everybody's just out walking around. And because it's it's a fairly large area to cover, Everybody's out, but there's everyone's doing their own thing. There's a lot of beaches. There's a lot of trails in the woods. We were in Stanley Park, and Stanley Park was actually quite busy. There's a lot of people in the park yesterday. Uh, there's still people walking around the beaches. There's a lot of dogs here, <laughs> so it's it's just a different vibe, a different um, a different way of life. Um, speaking specifically about Vancouver, just something you should know that come here prepared with money. You've got to have some savings when you come to Vancouver. Uh, I've met too many students who come here and have just enough money to live for a month or two. It's, it will actually really frustrate you and it will stress you out. Rent is a little bit higher than, actually, it's probably the highest rent in Canada. Montreal, uh, Vancouver and, and Toronto have the highest rent. So one of your expectations is that you should have enough money for at least three months to pay rent and food, your tuition, okay? And by the third month, you should be able to have found a job. You should have a job uh, within 90 days. If you don't, something's really wrong. And talk to your teacher. Uh, find out what's going on. Maybe your your resume is, is all wrong. Um, and so, you know, have somebody look at your resume. Every school that you go to will have somebody there that can help you build your resume. So... There's an expectation right there. Have a resume. And also here in Canada, we have a cover letter. A cover letter is when you apply for a job, it's just a regular letter saying, hi, my name is Martin and I'm applying for the job of sales at um, you know, Tim Hortons or a restaurant or a hotel. But it's just a, a short letter, maybe 100, 200 words describing yourself talking about yourself and just saying, this is who I am. This is the job I'm applying for. Here's why I'm applying for it. Here are my qualifications. This is very normal. Um, I found out last week that a cover letter is not required in every country, which I thought, wow, that's so different. But it is true. Uh, Here, you have to have a, a, a short resume, one and a half pages, two pages at the very most, and a cover letter. So when you get here, have some money. I have met so many students who said uh, they came here with just enough money to live for a month and then they crossed their fingers. They hoped that they would be able to find a job and just go from there and they ran into trouble. So be prepared. If you don't have enough cash, if you don't have enough money uh, for three months, be prepared that somebody back home will lend you the money in case you run into problems. There's somebody, mom, dad, an uncle, a uh, brother, a sister, but somebody's got to be willing to say, okay, if you run into trouble, I will send you some money right away. Um, if you don't have the savings, make sure you have a backup plan. That's very, very important. Um, I ran into this just, I'd say about a year ago. Um, I had a student who came here with basically enough money to live for two weeks. And what happened? Well, um, he had an apartment and uh, when he couldn't pay the rent, they kicked him out and he was living under a bridge. That is the saddest story. 
um, I've seen so far with all the students that I've had. And I think I did some math and I've had close to four or 5,000 students in the last seven years. And that was a really sad story. But this gentleman simply wasn't ready. Um, I don't think he was mature enough. I don't think he was uh, outgoing enough. I don't think he was asking enough questions. I think this gentleman that was living under the bridge just was kind of finding his way through the process day by day, which is not what you want. You want to be prepared. You want to have asked a thousand questions before you get here so that you're ready. You're absolutely 100% ready. And maybe something else here, maybe this is my last point of the day, um, is when you get here, you have to be ready to be outgoing. You have to be ready to want to participate in class activities, business activities. You have to be willing to volunteer. You have to be willing to just try different things. But if you are very quiet, if you are just going to sit in a corner and observe and just not really be into the moment or the situation, it's going to be hard. Okay, so depending on what culture you're from, some cultures are really outgoing and some cultures are very, very quiet and shy. Just be very sure that when you come here, you realize, okay, I have to be willing to talk. I have to be willing to meet people, ask questions, make conversations. Um, that's how you're going to be really successful in this, uh, in this process in Canada or especially in Vancouver. Um, you have to be... You have to, I always say, be yourself plus 10. Be yourself plus 10. So just uh, be prepared to be outgoing and, and really wanting to make those conversations. Um, I really feel bad for those students who come to class and they always sit in the back. And, um, you know, they play on their cell phones. They don't take notes. And then at the end of their college experience, they're like, yeah, you know what? I really didn't enjoy it. And I always say, well, of course you didn't enjoy it. You didn't participate. You still don't have any friends. You still haven't made any contacts. And you've probably been fired from one or two jobs. Um, I've seen that happen. And it's because, again, the student wasn't fully participating. The student was not fully engaged. So be fully engaged. Um, Oh, another idea I just had here, because I'm kind of making this up as I go along a little bit, is when you get here, uh, there will be p people from your culture. There will be lots and lots of people from your culture. Really try to make friends with people outside of your culture. That's, I think, what will make this experience really valuable for you. So if you're coming here from Japan and you only talk with Japanese people, you will think okay, Vancouver wasn't that special. It's just full of Japanese people. Well, that's not true. Or if you're from Mexico and you only hang out with people from Mexico, again, you're going to think, well, I really didn't have that Canadian experience. You've got to really force yourself to make friends with people outside of your culture. That's going to be a, uh, an effort that you actually have to, to do. I had a student, Tomo. She was from Japan. And at one point, she even just said to her Japanese friends, I am no longer speaking Japanese. I am from now on, I'm only speaking English. I'm here to learn English, to really part, to really be part of the Canadian culture and the, the English culture. And so that's what she did. And you know what? It was kind of sad, but she lost a few friends because they wanted to speak Japanese all the time and she didn't. So what did she do? She really immersed herself in every other culture that was at the college and in her neighborhood and in her business. 
As a matter of fact, she refused to get a job in a Japanese restaurant. She did, she did work outside of that. Um, so really force yourself to figure out a way to,、um, you know, to not just be with people in your culture, but really push yourself to do things that are、um, whoa, scary. You know, like doing this podcast can be really scary, but this is a great experience. And I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. And I hope that you share this podcast and you tell people about it. Hey, there's a guy out there doing a podcast and he's really trying to help international students. Because、um, that's my goal. That I, I, I found what I love to do and it makes sense to me. So、um, I hope that today's advice has helped you a little bit. I hope that you share it with your friends. And I hope that you, you know, Maybe just kind of walk around your city wherever you are now and just kind of imagine yourself, picture yourself being five or six, six or 10,000 kilometers away where there's no family and you have no friends and you're starting all over. Whew, can you do it? You know, just imagine yourself, visualize, visualize yourself doing it. And I think if you're willing to just do that, you might be okay. You might just be okay if you can just visualize and say, hey, What would this be like?、Um, now, I have an Instagram page, Martin Presse Speaker, M A R T I N P R E S S E Speaker.、Uh, if you go to my Instagram page and if you have any questions, put it up there. I would love to hear from you. I would love to see your questions and、uh, help you in any way that I can. And I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I'm going to let you go from here.、Uh, this is、uh, podcast number 19. We're really、um, finding our voice here. We're really finding our rhythm. And、uh, very much we're enjoying the experience. And I hope you have as well.、Um, and I hope to hear from you soon. And if you come to Vancouver, please let me know that you、uh, listened to the podcast and really enjoyed it. Have a great day. Work hard. Be yourself. And,、uh, you know, See you in Vancouver real soon. Take care. Bye bye.